Hello, my name is Nimika, and I'm going to read you another Magic Treehouse book. The Night of Dawn. Here we go. The second one I'm going to read is Mummies in the Morning. But I'm going to have to buy that book. I don't have it. The Dark Woods. Jack couldn't sleep. He put his glasses on. He looked at the clock, 5-3-0, too early to get up. Yesterday, so many strange things had happened. Now he was trying to figure them out. He turned on the light. He picked up his notebook, and he, and he made a list for going to bed. Found, found, Jack pushed his glasses into place. Who found tree house in woods, found lots of books in it, pointed to the Paradon picture and book, made a wish, went to time of dinosaurs, pointed to picture of Frog Creek Woods, made a wish, came back to Frog Creek. Jack pushed his glasses into place. Who is going to believe any of this? No, not his mom, not his dad, not his third grade teacher. He wants only his seven old his her seven his seven year old sister Annie. She gone with him to a to the time of the dinosaurs. You can't sleep. It was Annie standing by the doorway. Nope, said Jack. Me neither, said Annie. What are you doing? She walked over to Jack and looked at his notebook. She read the list. Aren't you going to write about the gold medal? She asked. You mean the gold medal, John? Say, Jack picked up his pencil and wrote, found in this dinosaur time. Aren't you going to put the letter M on the medal? Said Nanny. Medal, Megalodon? Said Jack. Not medal. He added an M. Aren't you going to write about the magic person, said Annie? I'm not sure if it's a magic person, said Jack. Someone built a treehouse in the woods. Someone put the books in it. Some, first let's see the second one. Aren't you going to write about the magic person, Sanini? We don't know for sure if there's is a magic person, said Jack. Oh, someone built a treehouse in the woods. Someone put books in it. Some lost a gold in the Meltzer in dinosaur time. Megalodon said. Jack, the third time. I'm just, and I'm just running the facts, the stuff we know for sure. Let's go back to the treehouse right now, said Annie, and find out if the magic person is a fact. Are you nuts, said Jack? We, the sun's not even come up, come even up yet. Come on, said Annie, maybe we could catch them. Maybe we can catch them sleep, 
sleeping. I don't think we should, said Jack. He was worried if the manager person was mean. What if he or she didn't want didn't want kids to know about the treehouse? Well, I'm going to. Well, I'm going. And he said. Jack looked out the window in the dark, bright sky. It was almost dawn. Dawn. He said, "Okay, let's get dressed. I'll meet you at the back door. Be quiet." Yay! Whispered Annie. She tiptoed away, as quietly as a mouse. Put on jeans and warm t-shirt and sneakers. He tossed his notebook, pencil into his backpack. He crept downstairs and was waiting by the back door. She smiled and flashlight in Jack's face. Ta-da! A magic wand, she said. Shh, don't wake up mom and dad, whispered Jack. And turn that flashlight up. Don't want anyone to see us. And he nodded and turned it off. Then she clipped into her belt. Then they slipped down into the door into the cold early morning air. Cricket, cricket were, were chirping. Dog, the dog next door barked. Quiet, Henry, whispered Annie. Henry started barking. Animals always seem to do what Annie said. Let's run, said Jack. They dashed across the dark. When long didn't stop until they reached the wood. We needed a flashlight now, said Jack. And he took it off her belt, switched it on. Step by step, and Jack, step by step, she and Jack walked between the trees. Jack called his breath. The dark woods were scary. Gotcha, said Annie, screaming with flashlights in Jack's face. Jack jumped back. Then he followed. Then he followed. Cut it out, he said. I scared you, said Annie. Jack glared at her. Stop pretending, he whispered. This is serious. Okay, okay. Annie shined her flashlight over the tops of mountain trees. Now what are you doing, said Jack. Looking for the treehouse, the light stopped moving. There it was, a serious treehouse at the top of the tallest tree in the woods. Annie shined her light at the treehouse and then down the tall ladder the way to the ground. I'm going up, she said. She grabbed her flashlight and began to climb. Wait, Jack called. What if someone comes back in the treehouse? Annie, come back. But she was gone. The light disappeared. Zach was alone in the dark. Leaving again. No one's here. And he shouted down. 
Jack thought about going home. Then he thought all about the books in the treehouse. He started up the ladder when he was nearly to the treehouse. He saw light in the distant sky. Dawn was starting to break. He clawed his through his a hole in the floor and took off his backpack. It was dark inside the treehouse. Dark inside the treehouse. Annie was shining her flashlight on the books curled up. There, there, they're still here, said she said. She stopped at the light of the dinosaur book. It was the book that had taken them to the time of the dinosaurs. Remember that Triannosaurus, said Annie. Jack shuddered. Of course I remember. How could anyone forget seeing a real-life Triannosaurus Rex? He felt like a book of Pennsylvania, and he, in red self bookmark, snuck out. Of it. Remember the picture of Rock Tree? Nanny? Of course, said Jack. That was the picture that brought them home. Aw, uh, there's my favorites. Wait, let me see. said Jack. That was the picture that had brought them home. That's my favorite, said Annie. The light was shining on a book about knights and castles. There was a blue liver bookmark on it. Annie turned to the page with the bookmark. Mark, there was a picture of a knight on a black horse. He was running toward a castle. Annie was was close was close that book closed that book Don't said Jack I Annie closed that book said Jack I know what you're thinking. Annie pointed at the night. Don't, Annie. I wish we could go see this guy for real. Annie said, no, we don't, shouted Jack. They heard a strange sound. Nee, nee. They sound like a horse, Negan. They both went to the window. Annie shined the flashlight down the ground. Oh, no, whispered Jack. A knight, said Annie. The knight in a shining armor, riding a black horse through the Frog Creek woods. Then the wind began to moan. The leaves began to tremble, and it was happening again. Our leaves, cried Annie. Get down, the wind roared louder. The leaves shook harder, and the treehouse started to spin. It spun faster and faster. 
Jack squeezed his eyes shut. Then everything was still. Absolutely still. Jack opened his eyes. He shivered. The air was deep and cool. The sound of the horse when he came again. Nay, I think we're here, whispered Annie. She was holding the castle book. Jack peeped out the window. The huge castle loomed out of the frog. Out of the frog. He looked around. The tree house was in a different oak tree. And down below, the knight on the black horse was riding by. We can't stay here. There was a different oak tree. The tree house was in a different oak tree. And down below the night was on the black horse riding by. We can't stay here, said Jack. We have to go home and make a plan first. He made... He picked up the book about Pennsylvania. He pointed to the book and the rest of the bookmark. He pointed to the paragraph from Woods. I wish no, said Annie. She yanked the book away from him. Let's stay. I want to visit the castle. You're nuts. You explain the us. You explain the station, said Jack, from home. Let's explain it here, said Annie. Come on. He held out his hand. Give it. Annie, J Annie gave Jack the book. Okay, you can go home. I'm staying, she said. She climbed the flashlight. She climbed the flashlight down the hill. Wait, said Jack. I'm going to peep. Tiny, tiny peep, she said. Then she scooted down the ladder. Jack groaned. Okay, she had won. He couldn't leave without her. Besides, he sort of, he short, sort, couldn't leave without her. Besides, he sort, besides, he sort of wanted to take a peek himself. He put down the book about Pennsylvania, about Pennsylvania. He dropped the castle book into his path. He stepped into the ladder and head down into the Quilmish Street, across the bridge. Annie was under the tree looking across the frog ground. The knight's riding toward that bridge. I think, said Annie, the bridge goes to the castle. Wait, I'll look it up, said Jack. Give me the flashlight. He took the flashlight from her and pulled the castle book out of his pack. He opened it to the page with the leather bookmark. He read the words under a picture of the night. This is a night arriving for a castle feast. Knights wear armor when they travel along the dangerous deserts. The armor was very heavy. The helmet alone was way up to 40 pounds. Wow, Jack said, huh? Wow, Jack had some four sleep, 
40 pounds was about was when he was five year, years old. So he'd like riding a horse with a old so with a five year old head. Jack pulled out his notebook. He wanted to take notes. He'd done about their dinosaur trip. He wrote heavy head. What else? He turned the pages of the castle book. He found a picture that showed the whole castle and buildings around it. The knights crossing the bridge shedding. He's going through the gate. He's gone, Sid. Shouted the bridge in the picture he read. The dawn bridge close to the moat. The moat was filled with water to help protect the castle from enemies. Some people believed crocodiles kept were kept in the moat. Jack or in his notebook. Crocodiles in moat? Question mark. Look, and look, said Annie, peeking through the mist. The windmill right over there. Yeah, there's a windmill here too, said Jack, pointing at the picture. Look at the real one, Jack, said Annie. Not the one in the book. Appearing shapely split there. Yikes, said Annie. It sounded like it came from the house over there. She pointed to the frog. There's a little house here, said Jack. So I need the picture, turn the pigeon run. The hawk house was the inner world at the cavern. Hawks were trained to hunt other birds and small animals. Jack wrote in his notebook, hawks in hawk house. We must be in inner world, said Jack. Listen, whispered Annie. You hear that drums that drums horns? They're coming from the castle. Let's go see. Wait, said Jack. We tur he turned the page more pages of the book. He wanted to see what's really going on, Jack. Not he I want to see what's really going on, Jack. Not what's in the book, said Annie. But look at this, said Jack. He pointed to a picture of a big party. Men were standing by the door, playing drums and horns. They read fans were played to announce different dishes and feasts. Feasts were held in the great hall. You can look at the book. I'm going to read to, re to the real feast, said Annie. Wait, said Jack. Suddenly the picture showed the boys in his age countries food. Whole pigs, pies, peacocks were all there. Jack wrote, they eat peacocks? They hauled up his, the book to show Annie. Look, look, I think they eat, they, where was she? Gone again, Jack looked through the frog. He heard the real drums and the real horns. He saw the real hawk house, the real windmill, 
the real moat. He saw Annie dashing across the real draw there bridge. Then he vanished through the gate leading to the castle. Into the castle. I'm going to kill her, muttered Jack. He threw his stuff into his pack and moved toward the drawbridge. He had no one see him. It was going. It was getting darker. It must be night. When he got to the bridge, he started across. The one plant creaked under his feet. The perched over the edge of the bridge. Are there any crocodiles in this moat? He, he couldn't tell. Wait, halt! Someone shouted. A guard on top of the castle was looking down. Jack dashed across the bridge. He ran through the castle gate into the courtyard. From inside the castle came sounds of music, shouting at laughter. Jack hurried to a dark corner and crouched down. He shivered as he looked around for Annie. Torches lit the high wall around the courtyard. The courtyard was nearly empty. The boys Red horse and plopper the look. Jack turned. It was the knight's black horse. He pointed into the darkness. There was Annie. She was hiding behind a well in the corner of the courtyard. She waved at him. Jack waved back. He waited until the boys and horses disappeared inside the stable. Then he dashed to the then he dashed to the well. I'm going to find the music, whispered Annie. Are you coming? Okay, Jack said with a sigh. He tipped together across the cobble stones, then they slipped into the entrance of the castle. Noise and music came from the night and white from in front of them. They stood on one of the doorway and peeped in. The feast of the great hall. Wait, whispered Jack. He Hold his breath and started to, and, and started in awe. A giant fireplace blazed on the end of the noisy room. Inches and rugs hung for stone walls. Flowers covered the floor. Boys in short dresses carried huge trays of food. Dogs were flying over bones under tables. People. In white clothes and funny hats strolled along the crowd. Some played funny, some played funny sharp gliders. Some tossed balls in the air. Some, some tossed balls in the air. Some bounced swords on their hands. Men and women dressed in capes and furs 
sat on walled wooden staples. Wonder which one is the knight, said Jack. I don't know, whispered Danny, but they are eating with their fingers. Something someone shouted behind behind them. Jack whirled around. The man was carrying a tray with pieces of standing away with a few feet away. Who are you? Who are you? He said angrily. Jack whispered, squeaked Jack. Annie squeaked, squeaked Annie. And then they ran as fast as they could down the dimply hallway. Five, trapped. Come on, said Annie. Jack raced behind her. Where they were Ben followed. Here, quick. Annie dashed toward a, toward a door off the hallway. She pushed the door open. The two of them stumbled into the dark, cold room. The door creaked shut behind them. Give me the flashlight, said Annie. Jack handed it to her and switched it on. Yikes, a row of knights was in front of them. He flipped off the, the lights in silence. They aren't moving, Jack whispered. Annie turned the light back on. They're just suits, said Jack. Without heads, said Annie. Let me have the flashlight. A second, said Jack, so I can look in the book. Annie handed him the flashlight. He pulled out the castle book, flipped through the pages until he found what he was looking for. Jack put his book away and called the armory. He said, it's where armor and weapons are stored. He shined the flashlight around the room. Oh, man whispered Jack. The light fell off the shining piece. Leg plates, arm plates, and shelves filled with helmets and weapons on shields, spears, swords, crossroads, clubs, battle axes. There were, there was noise in the hall. Voices, let's hide, said Annie. Wait, said Jack. We've got to check on something first. Hurry, said Annie. We'll just take a second, said Jack. Hold this. He handed Annie the flashlight. He tried to lift a helmet from the shelf. It was too heavy. He bent over and dragged the helmet over his head. Vance drummed shut. Oh, forget it. It was Moore's that have a five-year-old on your head. More like having a ten-year-old on your head. Not only... Not only could Jack see his lift his head, he couldn't see anything either. Jack! Wait. Hmm. Jack unshut the door and put... Wait. 
These are sacks of four barrels of wine. Who cares? We have to go, said Annie, before they come back. No, look, said Jack. He pointed at the map. Here's her trapdoor, he read aloud. This door leads from the storm through the secret passages to over the moats. Less precise, said Annie. I don't know. Well, we'll find out, said Jack. But first we have to find the door. Jack looked at the picture carefully. Then he shined a flashlight around the room. The floor of the room was made up of stones. The trap door in the picture was five stones away from the door to the hall. Jack shined the light on the floor and counted the stones. One, two, three, four, five. Stands under the fifth stone. It was loose. He put the flashlight on the floor. He worked his fingers under the thin sheet of stone. He tried to lift it. Help, said Jack. Annie came over to help him lift the stone square of its place. Underneath was a small wooden door. Jack and Annie tugged on the rope handle. Jack picked a flashlight and shined it on the black hole. Here's a little ladder, he said. Let's go. He climbed up the flashlight and he felt a way down the small ladder he followed. When they both reached the bottom of the ladder, Jack shined the light around them. There was a tunnel. He crouched down and began moving from the that creepy tunnel. Flashed light barely on the stone walls. He shook the light. Where are the batteries running down? I think our light's dying, he said to Annie. Hurry, he called from behind. Jack went faster and his pack hurt from crouching. The light got dinner dimmer and dimmer. He was just glad to get of the castle before his batteries died completely. Soon he reached another small wooden door. He, the door at the end of the tunnel. Jack opened the door and pushed it open. He poked his head outside. Couldn't see anything in the misty darkness. The air felt good, cool and fresh. He took a deep breath. Where are we? whispered Annie. Behind him. Do you? What do you see? Nothing, but I think we've come to the outside of the castle. Jack, I'll find out. Jack put his flashlight in his pack. The flashlight in his pack. He stuck his hand out the door. He couldn't feel the ground, just air. I'm going to have to go feet first, he said. Jack turned around in the small tunnel. He laid down his stomach 
and he stuck one leg out the door. Then the other, Jack reached out by the dick until he was hanging out the door clinging to the ledge. He must be a practice, he called to Annie. Pull me up. Annie reached for Jack's hand. I, I can't hold you, she said. Jack felt his fingers slipping. Then down, he fell down through the darkness. Splash! Eight. The night. Water filled Jack's nose and covered his head. He, his glasses fell off. He grabbed them just in time. He covered his failed arms. Jack, Annie was calling from above. I'm in the, the moat, said Jack, gasping for air. He tried to tread water to put his glasses back on with his backpack his toes and his heavy clothes could hardly stay afloat. Splash! Hey, I'm here, Annie spluttered. Jack could hear her nearby, but he couldn't see her. Which way's land? Annie asked. I don't know. Just swim. Jack? Jack dog? Jack dog? Pulled through the cold black water. Wait, Jack Dog pulled the cold black water. He cleared Annie's swimming too. The first it seemed if he was swimming in front of him, but then he heard a splash behind him. Annie! He called. What? Her voice came from the front, not behind. Another splash. Behind Jack's heart almost stopped. Crocodiles. He couldn't see anything through the water. Snark glasses. Annie! He whispered. What? Swim faster. I'm here, over here. Neither near the edge he, she whispered jack swam wait draft toward over here near the edge she whispered jack swims through the dark toward with her voice she aimed the crocodile slithering after him another splash not far away. Jack's hand torched it wet, lifting things. Ah! He cried. It's me! Take my hand, said Annie. Jack grappled with her hand. She wait. Let me see. She pulled him up to the edge of the moat. They crawled over and splintered the wet grass safe. Another splash came from the water. Oh, man. 
looked at Jack. He was slivering all over. His teeth were chattering. He shook the water of his... He shook the water off his glasses, put them back on. It was so misty he couldn't see the castle. He couldn't even see the moat, much less a crocodile. We made it. We, we made it, said Annie. Her teeth were chattering too. I know, said Jack, but where are we? We poured to the foggy darkness. Where was the drawbridge, the windmill, the hawk house, the glove of trees, the tree house? Everything had been swallowed up by the thick, slopely darkness. Jack reached into the wet backpack and into the wet, to his wet backpack and pulled out the flashlight. He pushed in the switch. No more light. They were trapped, not a, not in a dungeon, but in the still cold darkness. Nay, the horse whinnied. Just then, the clouds parted. A full moon was shining for his fire. Pulled of lights bright through the mist. The, then Jack and Annie saw him just for a few feet away. The knight. He sat on the black horse. His armor shone in the moonlight. A visitor hold his face, but he seemed to be staring straight at Jack and Annie. Nine. Under the moon. Jack froze. Tim. Annie whispered. The knight called out his, his gloved hand. Come on, Jack. And he said, Where are you going, said Jack. He wants to help us, said Annie. What do you know? I, I can't just tell, said Annie. Annie stepped toward the horse. He might disappear. The knight picked Annie off on, her, on the black horse horse. Come on, Jack, she called. Jack toward slowly toward the night. It was like a dream. The night picked him up till he placed Jack on the horse behind Annie. The night got behind them, slapped the reins. The black horse came beside the moonlight water of the moat. Jack rocked the jack rocked black and forth on the saddle. The wind blew his air. He felt very red and very powerful. He walked as he could ride forever on his horse. With a mysterious night over the ocean, over the world, over the moon, the hog shrieked in the dark. The, there's the tree house of Annie. She pointed toward the glove of trees. The knight steered the horse toward the trees. See, there it is, Annie said, pointing to the ladder. The knight 
brought his horse to stop and disappeared and helped Annie down. Thank you, sir, she said, and she bowed. Then Jack, thank you, he said, and he bowed also. The knight got back to his horse and reached down his gloved hand. Wait, let me see. On his horse, he raised his gloved hand, then he slapped the range over the mist. Annie crawled up the tall ladder, and Jack followed. They climbed into the dark treehouse and looked out the window. The knight was running toward the outer wall. He saw him going through the outer gray cloud started to cover the moon again. For the music moment, Jack thought he saw the knight's armor gleaming on top of the hill. For the brief moment, Jack thought he saw the knight's armor gleaming on top of the hill beyond the castle. Clouds covered the moon completely, and a blackness swallowed the land. He's gone, whispered Annie. Jack slivered his wet clothes as he kept slaving by the big and cold sizzling. Where's the Pennsylvania book? He heard Annie fumbling in the darkness. He kept looking out the window. Think this is it, said Annie. I feel like a still bookmark. Jack was only half listening. Okay, I'm going to use this, said Annie, because I think it's the right one. Here it goes. Okay, I'm pointing to a wish. I wish we could go back to Frog Creek. Jack heard the and began to blow softly at first. And I hope he pointed to the right picture in the right book and said, What? Jack looked at right at her right picture, right book. The treehouse began to rock. The wind blew rounder and louder. I hope it isn't the dinosaur book, said it. Okay. Okay. I hope it isn't the dinosaur book, said Annie. Stop! Jack shouted at the treehouse. Too late, said treehouse, started spinning. It was spinning and spinning. The wind was screaming, then suddenly in the sentence about silence. Ten, the mystery solved. The air was warm. It was dawn. Far away, a dog barked. I think it's Henry barking, and he said, they did come home. They both looked at out the treehouse window. That was close, said Jack. In the distance, tree lights lit their street where the light was on their upstairs window. Uh-oh, said Annie. I think Mom and Dad are up. Hurry. Wait. In a daze, Jack answered his backpack. He pulled out the castle book. It was quick and wet, but 
back list of back into all the other books. Come on, hurry, said Jack, scooting out of the treehouse. Jack followed her down the ladder. They reached down the ground and took off between the gray black trees. Then they left the wedge and ran down their desert street. <laughs> they got to their yard and it creeped across their lawn right up to the back door. Jack and Annie slipped inside the house. They're not downstairs yet, whispered Annie. Shh, said Jack. He led the way upstairs and down to the hall. No sign of mom or dad, but he could hear water running in the bathroom. Their house was so different from the dark, cold castle, so this cozily and friendly. Annie stopped at her bedroom door. She gave Jack a smile, then disappeared inside her room. Jack hurried into his room. He took off his sack clothes and pulled off his dry, soft pajamas. He sat down on his bed and unstrung his backpack, took out his wet notebook. He felt he he felt around for the pencil, but his hand touched something else. Jack pulled blue feather bookmark out of his pack. It must be have fallen out on the castle book. Jack called the bookmark close to his lamp and shunted it. The leather was smooth and worn. He seemed ancient. For the fifth time, Jack noticed. A fancy M. Jack opened the drawer next to his bed. He took the gold medal on. He looked at the letter on it. It was the same M. Now this was amazing new facts. Jack took a deep breath. One mystery solved person who had dropped the gold medal on in the time of the dinosaurs was the same person who owned the books in the treehouse. Was this the person? Jack placed the book next to the medal. He closed the drawer. He picked up his pencil and he turned to the lace wet page in his notebook. And he started to write down the new facts. The same. But before he could draw... The M, his eyes closed. He dreamed they were with the night again. Then all three of them riding the black horse through the cold, dark night beyond the outer wall of the castle and over the moonlit hill into the mist. Uh, this was long. Okay, I better stop this because it says matching record is seconds of 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. So I better stop now. Bye-bye.